You're listening to Pipes, Pours, and Pals. I am your pal, Justin. And I am your pal, Nate. How you doing today, buddy? Oh, fantastic. How you doing, man? Man, I, I'm i killer. I can't complain. Good. Got some pizza in my belly. Yeah. Got some beer. Yeah. Got a smoke. Nice. Hanging out with my pal, doing podcast. Best day, man. Yep. Favorite day of the week. Absolutely. What uh, what, what you drinking? We can start off with that. Um, I am drinking one of these Founders Unraveled IPAs. Um, I've had it on here before. It's pretty good. It's a juicy India Pale Ale made by the Founders Brewing Company. Founders makes good beer. They have a lot of good different beers. Um, but yeah, what about you? What you drinking? Well, I'm drinking something new to me. Yeah, something different. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, it's a uh, Ligget. Mm. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Kawar's Ligget. From that mountain spring water in mm-hmm. Colorado. Yeah, it's got this nice, like, um, the, the can art has uh, a nice, like, periwinkle blue hill on it. Really? Yeah. And it turns that periwinkle blue when it's cold. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And for those who didn't catch on, I'm drinking Coors Light, like I always drink. <laughs> because I'm a redneck and I like cheap beer. Are you sure that's periwinkle blue? I don't. I, I don't think it's got enough purple in it to be periwinkle. I have no idea what periwinkle is. I just know it's a shade of blue. <laughs> All right. Well, I know that periwinkle is a form of blue, so that's it. You know what my favorite shade of blue is? <laughs> Hard telling, my friend. Hard telling. You should know this. My favorite shade of blue: Honolulu blue, buddy. Honolulu blue. Yeah. Please, I don't know if I should ask this. Please enlighten me what Honolulu Blue is. Honolulu Blue is the shade of blue that you will see on a Detroit Lions uniform. The lion itself. That's Honolulu Blue. Oh. That's an obscure name for a dumpy team from a dumpy town called Detroit. It It's from their heritage of... Uh, Hawaiians? Hawaii. <laughs> I have no idea why it's called that or where they got that name <laughs> or why they chose that, but it is called Honolulu Blue. Interesting. Yeah. So we're actually, we just went through um, the whole, I guess there's a procedure for getting your own color made. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's like the University of Tennessee has their specific shade of orange. Really? Yeah, and it's University of Tennessee Orange. Okay. Um, the company I work for, which for privacy reasons I'm not going to say on the air, we just got our own color. We got, yeah. What's it called? Uh, I can't say that. <laughs> but yeah, we got our own color of like this uh, this tealish blue color. Very cool. We're going through like a rebranding and um, the branding guide. They had us like pick... No joke, dude. I'm sitting in these meetings and they stick about 50 colors in front of me and they all look identical. And they're like, which one do you like best? And I was like, the the teal one. <laughs> they were like, yeah, but there's this shade and there's this shade. I was like, that looks like the same color to me. I'm pretty sure it's the same color. Just a gimmick. So we got two new trucks with our new logo on them. And apparently... I didn't catch this, but apparently the company that did the lettering on the side of the truck put our logo on with our new color, and then the phone number, they used different vinyl, 
and apparently it was the wrong shade. I, I still don't see the difference. <laughs> but my boss, who happens to be a woman, definitely knows the difference. Really? Yes. I'd like to see a picture of this truck. Yeah, and then um, the questions were asked, like, why didn't you catch this? And I was like, really? It's teal. Like, <laughs> huh. I don't know. I don't see those kind of differences. Like, teal's teal to me. Yeah. It is what it is. I, I get you. I bought that pipe for my 10th anniversary with the Amazon gift card that has that Savinelli that has like the oh yeah 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 tealish green band on it yeah and I showed it to my boss and I told her the story behind it she was like you realize that's not our color right and I was like seriously you didn't call Savinelli and ask him to make your specific color on we a didn't band. have our specific color yet <laughs> we she knew what our color was in her head yeah and we had it on our trucks and I got the closest thing I could find but I did not get as custom made Savinelli with my company blue well maybe next time yeah all that being said i'm drinking a coors light <laughs> so that's how we roll folks yeah. we get way off topic way quickly and it takes us a way long time to get back to it but we have a good time getting there and getting back you know what i mean it's true yes it, it is a fun time life's all about the it's, journey man it's actually kind of like a game at this point like how far can we get from the original topic and then get back to it and bring it full circle I was thinking about this last week. You have this uncanny ability to remember what we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like I was listening to the recording and you're like, what were we talking about? And I, even like, even in that moment of me listening to the recording, I was like, I have no idea how we started this conversation. And in the moment, I don't know. But then you're always like, oh yeah, no, you said this thing. And then I said this, and that's how we got on that topic. But the original question was this. And I'm always like, man, you go right back. <laughs> Must be that hunter in you. Like being uh, able to follow probably the trail. being married for 14 years. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that too. Yeah, you, you just got to get on how to protect yourself against the females, you know. <laughs> I so say it's that. like a CYA Ms. Mrs. kind Codger's of situation. Mrs. not in here anymore. She's closed the door. <laughs> I got a week to try to edit this out before she hears it. So, um, Yeah, no. Uh, I don't know. I never noticed that about myself. Oh, yeah. Really? If you go back and listen to every single episode where we go off on a trail, you'll always say, what were we talking about? And I'm just like oblivious. I'm, I have no idea. <laughs> and then you always, you can go, I mean, it could be 20 minutes earlier where you're talking about something random and you can get right back there every time. Like gay frogs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's pretty, uh, it's incredible. It's incredible. It is. I have an incredible ability to do that. Now that sounds awful. Um, wow, I was going somewhere with that. And any, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See? So, See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, emails. We've actually gotten a lot of emails about that very topic. Oh, rabbit about, trails and stuff about the rabbit trails. Yeah. Like we have tens of listeners and we've had, I don't know, a handful of people reach out. They were like, love it. Love the rabbit trails. Love the different topics. Love that it always comes full circle. And you know what I love about that situation though, mm -hmm. is that you and I are just here having fun mm -hmm. and we don't care how many people listen to us. Yeah. We love we love our listeners. We love our listeners, but it's always fun whenever a couple of people reach out and let us know that that's kind of like they enjoy that kind of thing. Yeah, because we're literally just doing it to have fun. Like, yeah, and and we genuinely hope that other people just do it, take it just as that, just having fun, hanging out with your friends. And I mean, I, I a lot of the feedback that we've gotten, yeah, kind of like. Yeah, was it Russ that emailed us? I don't remember. I, I apologize if it's not Russ that sent the email, but somebody sent us an email and said 
the rabbit trails in whatever that specific episode were was whatever. The amount of rabbit trails that we had in that episode, he said, was fantastic. He's like, I was working and he was like, I needed something to like keep me constantly distracted. And he said, every little rabbit trail you guys went on was just like gripping and just kept pulling me in. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, man, glad it worked. It's literally just two dudes talking in the basement. Like our conversation on the our conversation on the microphones is no different than our conversation if we're just driving in my truck down the road. That's 100 percent true. Yeah. I mean, we literally could just mic up my truck on a road trip. And nobody would know the difference, aside from the fact they might hear road noises and me that, cussing yeah. at people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't. And then Nate stopping for a bathroom break. Yeah. There would be less <laughs> beer, but. <laughs> but I would pee a lot. Yeah, that's true. I was at the uh, the liquor store in Anderson. That new one. It used to be the Ponderosa that they turned into a liquor store. Weirdest thing. Is that that fancy one? The Noble yeah, Wine yeah, yeah, Spirits. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a weirdly fancy liquor store. Yeah, it's really fancy. Well, you can tell it used to be a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was in there one day, and the lady was like, "Um, she said, do you want a bag for this, for your beer? I had a six-pack. And she said, you want a bag for it? And I said, no, nah, it'll be gone by the time I get home. <laughs> and she said, straightest face ever. Not funny. <laughs> I was like, li- listen, you work in a liquor store. If you can't take jokes like that, like, come on, find a different job. Yeah. You need to be working like in a corrections facility or something. Holy smokes. I wasn't yeah. being serious. I've never drank and drive. But yeah, she didn't think my joke was very funny. So I thought it was hilarious. It's pretty funny. I-, I find myself hilarious all the time. Yeah. I had this discussion at work today about how I find myself to be very funny. Do you? I do. I, I, I laugh at myself all day long. I could just sit alone in a room and just laugh at really? the things I think of. Hmm. Is that egotistical to That's, find yourself funny? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I find myself funny. Maybe we're both egomaniacs. I guess it could be. Like we're sociopaths or something. So did you know that um, Great. Two, two satellites decided to get married? The wedding wasn't much, but the reception was incredible. I don't get that one. Uh. (laughs) I get it now. (laughs) My wife has this weird OCD where she arranges the dinner plates by the year they were bought. It's an extremely rare dish order. Uh, Yeah. No? The other one was better. The uh, population of Ireland's capital city is really growing. In fact, it's Dublin. <laughs> you know what's crazy? This isn't a joke, but uh, in Iceland, mm-hmm. 75% of the population of Iceland has a Costco membership. And there's only one Costco in the entire country. Well, Iceland's like the size of Indianapolis. Iceland's huge. Yeah, okay, so the occupied portions of Iceland have got to be tiny. <laughs> Did you make that up? I didn't make it up. It is true, but it's, uh, it, you're right. It's not, it's not, it's not a good anecdote. It's, it's, there's not a lot of people there. <laughs> there's like 10 people in Iceland. Man. Oh, Mike was right. If I don't know something, I should just shut up. <laughs> what he said that the other day. He said, you would like, never talk yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> I said... Unlike you guys, if I don't know what I'm talking about, I just don't talk. <laughs> or I say I don't know. 
I was like, oh, well, what's that like? <laughs> <laughs> this would be Pipes, Pours, and Pals, and I'd be your pal, Justin. Yeah. That'd be it. Nate, Nate's just sitting here like pantomiming into the microphone because he can't say anything because he just makes everything up. No, 25% of the time I'd be talking. <laughs> well, speaking of Mike, we uh, jumped in a little bit early, I guess. we're Man, we're 13 minutes in. Hey, there we go. Hey, hey, hey. Pretty early. 13 minutes in. We're talking about tobacco. Finally. Yeah. We hit a new record a couple episodes ago. It was what? What What did we say it was? I think it was 44 minutes. 44 minutes before we talked about pipes or tobacco. Yeah. I'm not sorry for that, guys. Yeah, no meaning. I'm, I'm a little bit. But at the same time, I'm just like, eh. I'm actually kind of impressed. Yeah? You told me, and I was like, wow. Nine, before wow. That I, <laughs> wow. Before that, I think 19 was our our record for the longest amount of time we talked before we I'm not even mad. I'm actually impressed. You pooped in the refrigerator? You ate, you ate a whole <laughs> wheel of cheese and pooped in the refrigerator? Bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. <laughs> Baxter, you punted Baxter. Great. One of the greatest movies of all time. It really is. <laughs> it's a fan freaking tastic movie. It's so dumb. <laughs> it's it's awful. It's so dumb and it's so good and I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Where'd you get your pants? The toilet store. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, good cast, great movie. Um, so our uh, bill of lading blend for the week is um, Esoterica Margate. It's true. It is true. We would not lie to you about that. Um, and I picked this one, Nate, let me pick because according to him, he always picks. I wouldn't say always, but I think almost, I think every single time until now. (laughs) 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 So pretty much always, (laughs) literally look at our list. I picked every single one of those. I don't think so. Name one other one that you picked. I don't know. You didn't. I know you <laughs> Anyway, didn't. I picked Margate, and the reason I picked Margate was because last week uh, I compared Jermaine Royal Jersey Latakia mixture yeah. to Margate. Yeah, you said you thought they were similar. Yeah, and I just had another bowl of it last night, and I thought, well, since I made that statement, it would just make so much more sense to smoke this back-to-back. And then see if I was accurate. And what do you think? They're not as similar. Um, this has more Latakia in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is far more of a shag cut than that was. Yeah, far more. It's almost like that. the other one, the uh, the Royal Jersey... It's like it had it was a shag cut, but it also just had regular ribbons in there too. And whereas this is literally just a shag cut. I think actually this is the first shag cut that I ever had an encounter with. Oh, mine too. And the consistency at first, I was so like taken aback by it. I I'd never I, it's like moss. It's literally like moss. That I it took me like two days of thinking. I was like, what does this remind me of? And then I was like, oh my goodness, it's moss. That's what yeah. it is. But yeah. Pretty similar, but um, you're right. I think not a lot of differences. Basically. There are a lot of differences. Yeah. Um, I see why it reminded me of Margate. Like a lot of the same notes are there. A lot of the 
Um, it's got that slight smokiness. It's got the sweetness and the... This has got more... Um, how do I word? I get more Orientals out of this. Orientals to me are smooth. They're creamy. They're... Um, just, I don't know. I don't know how to describe the sense that I get from Orientals. They're yeah. just very milk-like. Okay. You know that milk consistency? Like, it's hard to describe smoke like milk. <laughs> no, but I know what you mean, though. Yeah. I, I think saying well, I can describe creamy. it. I think saying creamy is accurate. I think you're right. The And I think that, from my experience, that comes from the Orientals. I could be completely wrong. But they have, like, this creaminess this butteriness yeah um i know both of them have oriental in them but honestly i obviously like we say all the time we don't have any idea what we're talking about mm -hmm. we're just a couple not of, a dang clue what we're talking about right just a couple of idiots just talking about <laughs> tobacco total morons yeah exactly but Except Nate, he's a scientist. But when it comes to tobacco, he's a total idiot. Smartest person I know. Dumbest when it comes to tobacco. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. The first part of that can't be true. <laughs> the second part, probably. <laughs> but the Jermaine Royal jersey, to me, it kind of seems like the shag part of that blend could be Margate. Like, if that was the only Latakia they had in that blend. Because I feel like the Latakia part of this taste very similar to the Latakia part of Royal Jersey, but it's much, much more pronounced in this one. There is more Latakia in this. I see what you're saying. I don't think that's the case, but I see what you're, why, like, I see what, how your comparison comes through. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not suggesting that that is the case. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying that in my mind, I feel like it could be. And it's only because, like I said, this one, to me, Royal Jersey had the flavor of Royal Jersey was reminiscent of this, whereas this is, it's, to, honestly, like, I've kind of been burnt out on Englishes. I was really, really into them for a long time, all through winter, basically, in spring. Mm -hmm. And then um, probably around June or so, I was, I even talked about it on here, I was really into Maltese Falcon for a while. Mm -hmm. And I got halfway through that tin I was smoking. And all of a sudden, I was like, I, I just don't, this isn't good anymore. Like, I, I don't enjoy this. And then we had something on here not too long ago. Actually, it, it might have been Royal Jersey. Yeah, I gave it a four because I smoked it. And I was like, I don't know what it is about the Latakia right now. I'm just not into it. Like, I'm not digging it. It it It's almost like a weird taste in my mouth. So I was kind of nervous about smoking this. But after packing it in there and smoking it, this is much more. This is much better than Jermaine Royal Jersey. I love this stuff. Like, this is much better. It's so good. I know. Last episode, episode seventeen, which aired this no airs tomorrow. Um, which probably just confusing all of our listeners, but um, I know that I compared this, and I said that I liked this better but I liked Jermaine Royal Jersey almost as much. Mm -hmm. I take that back. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. But after smoking this again, 
just like back to back. Like I literally smoked this at nine o'clock last night and here we are less than 24 hours later. Yeah. I like this better. Exponentially better. And I, I really think your description of the Orientals and the Turkish earlier being creamy, I think that is so perfect because there's just like this weird smoothness, mm-hmm. creaminess to the smoke whenever you, when I'm exhaling. I get that, that, that floralness from the Latakia. I get that really creamy smoothness and those kind of odd oriental flavors. I don't, I don't even know how to expel, explain. You know what this reminds me of? What? So when we go camping, we use a mocha pot and we make coffee over the campfire. Okay. Like right. a percolator? Kind of. Got the little glass piece on the lid. And... Um, well, a mocha pot is like, percolator is just like one big pitcher. Yeah. It's got the thing that comes at the top. Uh, a mocha pot is basically like an espresso. It's like an es- It uses steam pressure to come up through it and it pushes the water up through the grounds. Is it kind of like an hourglass shape? Yes. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about yep. now. Okay. So we use those over the fire. Okay. But I love campfire coffee because it takes on some of the smokiness from the fire. Like you can taste the campfire in your coffee. Really? It's just barely there. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing that I like better when it comes to coffee than sitting around a fire at breakfast out in the woods while I'm camping, drinking a cup of coffee that was just made over the fire. Yeah. And I pour a dash of cream in there. And that's what this reminds me of. Mm. This is an incredibly smooth blend. Yeah. Like, it's creamy. It's it's so well balanced. That's the one fault that I have to give Jermaine Royal Jersey is it was not very well balanced. Okay. Um, this is the better version of that, and it's better in my opinion because it's more balanced. You get the sweet. You get the you get the um, the vegetal aspect from the Virginias. Mm-hmm. Um, you get the smoky, but it's not overbearing. You get the creamy from the, and it's just all just meshed together. Yeah. You're right. And it's so good. It's so good. I haven't smoked it in a couple of months. And like, now I'm coming back to it. I'm like, oh man, why have I not been, why have like, why have I been neglecting this so long? Yeah. I can't even tell you the last time I smoked this. I really don't know. Probably the last time you smoked it was the time I introduced you to it. Honestly, that's probably true. But <laughs> this it, is what got you in English. Yeah, exactly. It's so good. Yeah. And like, that I got um, an eight ounce bag of this for free at the Chicago Pipe Show, and it's just been sitting on my desk because honestly, because I don't have the ball jars to <laughs> to jar it up right now. I just haven't bought them yet. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm definitely gonna pop that sucker open. I'll take the bag off your hand if you want. <laughs> no, but uh, I'm gonna reach out. I'm gonna reach out on a limb here. This is incredible. This is incredible. <laughs> That is 100% true. It is fantastic. <laughs> We've got a, we, we need to get some like synonyms on the wall here for incredible. <laughs> Just have a list of synonyms for incredible. <laughs> this is superb. Superb. Delectable. Yeah. It's muy delicioso. Ooh. Went French on me. <laughs> it's a joke, guys. <laughs> I thought that was Austrian. No, it's New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) 
lovely accent. <laughs> New Jersey. Austria. <laughs> oh, good eye, mate. <laughs> uh, another great movie. Dumb and Dumber is one of my favorite movies yeah. ever made. A, a friend of mine is from Australia. He's uh, he's in the U.S. now. He's a U.S. citizen. Um, but he's he's still got that extremely thick Australian accent. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's, he's got a lot of pride being from Australia and, you know, doesn't like people poking fun at it. Yeah. So naturally being a friend, I have to poke fun at it. Right. Obviously. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I forget exactly what the context was, but I walked up, I'm a Glock guy. I have like 15 Glocks. Love them. Yeah. And they're made in Austria, not Australia. Okay. And, um, I came up to one day and I was like, hey man, I just want to let you know, like, I think it's awesome that you're from Australia. Glocks are my favorite gun. <laughs> and he looked at me with like this, like, you're dead to me look. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure he's heard Austria and Australia his entire life. They're pretty similar. Yeah, I mean. I mean, the names are not the countries. They both wish they were, you know, Britons. Oh, I thought you were going to say America. Mm. <laughs> That too. Well, they could never attain to that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to delete that. We just chased off half of our listeners, and then we're down to fives of listeners. Yeah. Although, you know... No, I'm leaving it. Australia is actually notoriously really difficult to get tobacco. Is it? Yeah. Really? Uh, it's like, I think somebody posted a picture of like three or four tins that are like GLPs or, you know, Cornell and Deal tins, and it mm -hmm. cost them like $124 to get it in the country. Good Lord. Yeah, they text. I, I messaged a guy one time and I was like, just tell me your address and send me money and I will mail you things. Like, I'll, <laughs> I'll be discreet about it. I'll hide it. I felt so bad for the guy. I was like, you're spending $124 on like three tens at Cornell and Australian dollars, which is like $4 here in the US. <laughs> I didn't do that in math. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was upset. <laughs> He's like, this American's trying to rip me off. <laughs> He wants 40 American dollars? Does he know how cheap tobacco is here? <laughs> well, that wasn't the message I was getting. <laughs> no, I, I love Australia. Me too. Yeah. One Sound of, the, of Music is one of my favorite movies. Mm, I, uh... <laughs> That's an Austria joke. Yeah. I actually knew that. There weren't a lot of Nazis in Australia. Uh, I don't know about that. There weren't. There weren't. Not during World War II. They were in Africa. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, they were in a lot of places you didn't expect them to be. Argentina. They're still in Argentina. That's True. like, have you ever watched that show about- Hunting Hitler? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I knew you were going to mention it. You're a conspiracy theorist, man. <laughs> My kids love that show. I had something very profound I was going to say. I am so sorry. I don't have your ability of recall. I can't uh, remember what it was. Before I said Sound of Music was my favorite movie. I read this book when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. It was called Ned. Needlelender? No. I can't remember if it was called Ned or just Ned or if it was called Ned Kelly, but it was the story of Ned Kelly. Okay. He's like the most famous Australian outlaw ever. He's like our Billy the Kid, kind of. Okay. But the entire book, I read this, I think it was in eighth grade, and the entire book is written the way that Australian people talk. Crikey. It, it was the most difficult book I've ever read in my entire life. There were some words I was like, I have no idea what they're trying to say here. Mm. 
but it was a really good book. It was, I mean, I just loved the idea of Ned, Ned Kelly. There was this old movie that my brother was obsessed with my old, one of my older brothers. Mm. Um, and it was like a modern day Ned Kelly. He like rode a, like a crotch rocket, with like a, he had like metal knee pads. He was a bank robber, which Ned Kelly was a bank robber, but he also made a movie about starring Heath Ledger and Orlando Bloom. Really? Yeah. Also a decent movie. Mm. I'm a John Dillinger guy myself. Indiana boy. A, a true outlaw. Yeah, Indiana boy. Yep. Ned Kelly was a true outlaw as well. Well, anybody can out, be an outlaw in Australia. I mean, they're almost all outlaws. Yeah, I mean, actually... It was like a penal colony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they take the cake. They're all outlaws. Yeah. <laughs> But he was an outlaw of outlaws. <laughs> he robbed the outlaw bank. The outlaws. <laughs> so he's like Robin Hood? Exactly. He, he literally was. I mean, like, he literally was. Like, he would, he, it was almost like uh, Jesse James. How Jesse James used to rob the railroad, but like he, or when he robbed banks, he would like take people's deeds to their house and give it to them. And, and I mean, he was a man of the people as well. Very Robin Hoody. Talk about the one that was married to Sandra Bullock. No. <laughs> Not that Jesse James? Not that Jesse James. That Jesse James is a giant pile of garbage. Really? No, I don't know. Wasn't he the West Coast chopper guy? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. No. Was it Orange County choppers? Orange County. Maybe he's West Coast. Orange County was the two dudes that used to throw chairs at each other on the show. But you know what's crazy about that? Paul and Paul Sr. Yeah. Do you know what's crazy about that? What's that? You know where Probably that took fake. place? No. Orange County? Florida? New York. Really? Is there an Orange County, New York? Yeah. I didn't know that. Why is there an Orange County, New York? I was driving, when I lived in New York, I was with a buddy of mine and we were driving down the interstate and we passed this giant building and it had like the big, the Orange County motorcycle like all across the front of the building. Really? And I go, what is that? And he goes, that's the Orange County motorcycle building. And I was like, why is it here? Why isn't it in California in Orange County? And he was like, this is Orange County and that is about Orange County, New York. I was like, well, I clearly never watched the show one time, and I had no idea. Mind blown. I just love them for their memes. Oh, I know. That one where he's... <laughs> yeah, where they're arguing back and forth. It's <laughs> a great meme. It's a, it's a great meme outline. Memes and gifs, man. I love memes and gifs. It's like the modern-day comic strips. It is, yeah. It's fantastic. I sent you a gif earlier, didn't I? I doubt it. What? I told you I was going to start doing it more, and I have been. <laughs> you don't have to be so defensive. You might send me one or two a week. You know, they tried to make a diamond shaped like a duck, but it quacked under pressure. <laughs> yeah. Why do bears have hairy coats? I don't know. Fur protection. Yeah. Why do bees hum? I don't know. Because they don't know the words. See, I okay, I have more respect for jokes <laughs> like that than I do for puns. <laughs> I just have something like in my soul that hates puns, and I, I don't know what it is. Mm. Where do bees use the restroom? Um, hold on. I'm not gonna try. Go ahead. At the BP station. Uh no. Like gas. B. P. Use the restroom. Like, like you have to pee constantly. Like at a gas station. Yeah. Is that like a pun? I mean, they're bees. <laughs> it's about using the restroom. 
So it's a <laughs> B P station. Yeah. Come on, man. My 11-year-old would have got that joke. <laughs> I got it. And she would have like rolled her eyes at me and walked away in embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt just now. But it wasn't fulfilling because you weren't my child. Yeah. It's actually humiliating when, when, <laughs> when, when a fellow dad doesn't laugh at your dad joke. That's like the ultimate insult to a dad that's telling a dad joke. You know, I was standing in line at CVS to get some prescription medicines. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw this joke book. Okay. I pulled it out and I read like a whole page and a half. And I just kept thinking I should take pictures of this. <laughs> so I can tell these uh, during one of our podcasts. But they were so incredibly stupid that I was like, I'm just, I don't, I don't want well, to. To be fair, you don't understand a good joke, so. That's true. I feel like I have something <sighs> broken in me. Well, I don't feel that. I know that. <laughs> Even Mike was giving me crap over email <laughs> about my dad joke game. So, uh, Margate, what do you, uh, what do you rate this? Oh, it'll be a tough one. Um, I think I'm going to go with a hard eight. Hard eight for the Margate. So is it okay if I... Yeah, you can change the other one. <laughs> you just like... I didn't have to ask. You're like, I know what you're going to do, yeah. you idiot. Because as soon you should have never yeah. given an eight. <laughs> you should have never done it. It's like when I tried to apologize to my dad as a kid. He's like, yeah, right. You are here to apologize. And you should have done it. But for people who didn't know what we were saying, Justin's... Uh, fixing his rating on Jermaine Royal Jersey because after having Margate and realizing that Jermaine is so less superior to Margate that he he <laughs> wanted to give Margate an eight, which is what I figured he was doing. Yeah, it's just a fir- is that the first time we've ever had the same number? Hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog, hot diggity dog. It's a brand new day. What you waiting for? I don't know the rest of it either, so. I didn't even know that much. Mm. Well, I got four kids. Is it a song? Yeah. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, man. Come on. <laughs> really? Yeah. Gross. I think I've seen every episode of it. I'm sure my kid's going to watch that because my wife's obsessed your with wife Disney. is obsessed with Disney. Your wife's going to force Mickey Mouse Clubhouse on your child. I was thinking the other day, you know how like, oh, toodles. <laughs> You know how Tiger Woods' dad like forced him to play golf all the time and he was like the best in the world? Mm-hmm. And you know how like Michael Jordan's dad forced him to shoot free throws all the time and he was like the best basketball player to ever live? Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of what I could force my child to do that would like make her the, like I was trying, it's like, should I make her play piano all the time or violin or make her like, you know what I mean? I was just trying to think of something I could force her to do all the time that she could become like a prodigy. You know what I mean? You ever think about that? Um, I mean, I've thought about that. I am going to pull a superiority card here. I don't force my children to do things. I, I take that back. I'm just kidding. Um, we're actually forcing our children to take karate lessons right now. I was joking too, man. I know. I know you were. Um, but you know me, I never, never turned down an opportunity to make you look bad. So that's true. <laughs> no, we're, we're actually forcing our children uh, to take karate lessons right now. That's one thing I'm going to be very adamant about. Not necessarily karate. But some sort of self-defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my oldest is not a fan. And um, I was like, well, you're going to be a fan. So get over it. 
Like you need to learn. I remember when I was a senior, we had a talent show at our high school, you know? Mm-hmm. And there was this chick I knew. She was always very quiet. She was in the library a lot. She was a junior and I was a senior. And at the talent show, uh, she came out with like a uh like a stick and started doing all this crazy, insane martial arts stuff. And the whole time I was like, I would have never have guessed that this girl could literally beat the snot out of me. But I have no doubt in my mind that she could have just absolutely. it Demolished I, you with a broomstick? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, in my defense, most people could have probably done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never thought, you know. I've seen Nate walking. I'm like, you know, there's a guy I could beat up with the broomstick. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I've, once I honestly, like in, I don't even remember that girl's name, but I think about it every once in a while because I always think if I like now try to jump her or something like that. Now that I know, <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm having a daughter, mm. I think that's such a good idea because mm. she was a black belt and she'd been doing it for years. No, I don't mean to brag. I have a black belt and a brown belt. Yeah. The black one doesn't fit right now. Uh, so I had to punch some extra holes in it. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a sore subject. I get it. Like, literally, it wears in the bottom of my belly. I had a white belt that did that. Really? I had to finally throw it away. Where's a white belt? Um. Well, I had this combination of a white belt and a certain belt buckle that I've worn for 15 years now and my wife hates it rightfully so you don't even know what it is it's white belt okay well the white belt broke so i had to put a black belt on it and then uh i don't know i decided maybe i should grow up <laughs> <laughs> what was the belt buckle it was a nes controller nerdy but cool yeah I literally really nerdy. It. I've had it since I was 19. Actually, I'm on my third one now because they break. The belt buckles? Yeah. I have got it first when I was 19 and I wore it nonstop and then it broke. One of my buddies bought me another one to replace it and then I mm -hmm. wore it nonstop. And then that literally broke like two years ago and I went on eBay and found one and ordered it. And then once I got that in, I wore it for a little while and then I was like, you need to grow I should up. quit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, hot topic. Completely unprompted. Favorite Nintendo system ever. Ooh. Oh, man, that's so difficult. There's only one right answer. I don't agree with that, because if you're talking about multiplayer games, then there's one answer. And if you're talking about single-player games, I believe there's a different answer. Because Mario Kart 64 is one of the greatest multiplayer games ever created by the hands of man. Also, Goldeneye. When's the last time you tried to play Goldeneye? I'm, it, it's janky now. I tried to play with my brother not that long ago. When you have to control your aim and your movement with one joystick, yeah. <laughs> it's literally impossible. It was so cutting edge, though. It was like, so cutting edge. It was like, it literally started like first person shooters. Yeah. It's, it, it opened a window that never got shut. Yeah. And first-person shooters have only gotten incredible since then. Yeah. 
when Halo came out for Xbox and you controlled your direction and you're aiming with two different joysticks, it was, you go back now and you try to play Goldeneye. My brother and I spent probably an hour, hour and a half trying to play it one time. All we could do is stand in a room and spin in circles. <laughs> we literally couldn't figure out how to move. We just started throwing, chucking grenades around. <laughs> and then one of us would eventually die. Wow. It's so hard to play. But Mario Kart 64. It's a fantastic game. It's such a good game. Yeah. The best single player game, in my opinion, is Zelda for the Super Nintendo. To this day, one of my favorite games ever made. Zelda Ocarina of Time for 64, man. Oh, my goodness. That is such a good game, though. The such Ocarina of Time, when you could play the little thing and make your horse show up. Yeah. That's Ma actually one Majora's of Majora's Mask is pretty sweet, too. I never played Majora's Mask all the way through. The Ocarina of Time, I spent so many hours playing that game. It's one of the first games I ever completed, like, all the way through. Mm. Hands down, best system ever created. Not only by Nintendo, but of all systems. 64? 64. Had so many good games. Turok was yeah. great. Um, Doom was I great. I mean, they revolutionized Mario. Mario 64? Yeah. I will argue, though, that actually Mario for Super Nintendo, the Super Mario World, is a better game. Uh, it's a side-scroller, but it's, an, it's incredible. Hard pass, man. Well, to each I, mean, I, I have I have NES. I have Super NES. I have 64. I had a GameCube, got rid of it. I have a Wii. That's where I stopped. I didn't get a Wii, but I have I have an Atari. I have a regular Nintendo, a Super Nintendo, a 64, a GameCube, and a Nintendo Pocket, like the, the Game Boy Pocket. Now, I will say, Super Smash Brothers on the GameCube, best Smash Brothers of all time. I agree with that. I have, <clears throat> excuse me, I have Smash Brothers for Super Nintendo. Not okay. as fun. Yeah, it, it's okay. 64 is okay. Um, is that a lie? Did they make Smash Brothers for Super Nintendo? I said that. Now I can't remember if I'm lying or not. Maybe it was 64 I'm thinking of. Maybe it was 64 I'm thinking of too. I had Mario Kart for Super Nintendo. Yes. And it was fun, but it was nothing like nothing Mario Kart like 64. Mario 64. When you get those balloons on the multiplayer and you can just rumble. Mm -hmm. It's so much fun. The... um. The game that's not Nintendo related, but it was one of the first games that you would like everybody had. If you had a 64, you had it. It was that Wave Runner game. Wave Racer. Wave Racer. Yeah. I was just going to say that. It was an incredible game. That and Cruising USA. Yep. Cruising USA was so much fun. When you go through Indiana and you get the flies on your windshield when you're flying, driving past the corn. I don't remember that. Well, but there's nothing more realistic ever made in a video game. I know. <laughs> That's what I, as I drove through Indiana, driving past corn, and my screen gets filled with flies, I was like, this is so realistic. This is what happens in real life. Wait, is my house right yeah. around here somewhere? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so good, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just had to ask that. It got way off topic. But, you know, some of our listeners might be video game nerds. so Potentially, yeah. Yeah. And they're going to judge our character based on our answers, so... Uh, Zelda's Link to the Past for uh, Game Boy was the first Zelda game I ever beat. See, that's... To me, I prefer 3D um, like first-person games. Or third-person. So, 
or third person. Yeah. Um, I don't like side scrolling on consoles. Why is that? I don't know. I mean, I like, I, I shouldn't say I don't like them. I prefer to play side scrolling on handheld. Oh, okay. Give me a handheld that's 3D. You lost me. Yeah. I bought a PSP when it came out and I hated that thing. Really? Yep. I've never been able to play 3D handheld games. Don't like them. Hmm. Still to this day, if they came out with a new Game Boy that was side-scrolling, I'd buy it in every game that came out with it. You know what I can't get into? Hmm. Old school Nintendo games on your phone. Yeah. Like when the, the buttons when the buttons and everything are on your screen and they're touch yeah. screen. I have to like physically feel those buttons. Mm-hmm. I just can't play otherwise. Um, do you have a Game Boy? Game Boy Pocket. Mm. So no backlit screen, huh? Correct. I had original Game Boy. I had Game Boy Pocket. Game Boy Color. Game Boy Advanced was the next one, I think. It flipped. Nope, that was after Advanced. Advanced was... You're right, you're right. Yeah. It's like so basically like they turned it... Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, so they had the Game Boy Advanced... Then they had the Game Boy Advanced SP, which is the one that flipped open. Okay. But the Advance was the first one with a backlit screen. And that was revolutionary. Yeah. Because no longer did I have to wear a headlamp while I was underneath my covers at night playing. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Now I could just play by the light of the screen itself. I worked at this uh, little draw side, draw and blood, like, I don't know, 2008. And, uh, this family came in and honest to goodness, it was a busy day. They left at the end of the day, I was cleaning stuff up and I noticed that there was a pink game boy, like the, the SD Nintendo SDs, like when they first came out Mm -hmm. sitting on the table out there, but I could not remember who's it. Like I had no idea whose it was. I didn't know how long I'd been there. I, if I'm being honest, I was the only person that worked in that lab. And I cleaned that waiting area once a month, maybe. Like it was, we had people that came through and cleaned the building anyway. But I'd go out there and straight things up maybe once a month, get the magazines in order and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I noticed it sitting there, and I was like, "Well, I have no idea whose this is." So I put it in the back drawer in the back, and I thought I'll just keep it here. It obviously some little girl's missing it. It was pink, so I figured eventually they'd come back. And, and that's how Nate got a pink Game Boy. And I thought eventually <laughs> they'd come back and check. And they never did. So, like, after two months, I was cleaning in the back area, and I opened up a drawer, and I was like, this Game Boy's still here. No one ever came for it. So I messaged my boss, and I asked her about it, and she was like, if no one ever came for it, you can just take it. And I was like, okay. And the only game that I had in there was How to Train Your Dragon. And I'm telling you, I got so addicted to that game. I played it (laughs) nonstop. That is a fun game, man. They have like all these different dragons that can do different things. And you go into these fights and you fight your dragons against other people's dragons. It was a ton of fun. It was so much fun. Oh, when I had Game Boy, I can't really laugh. I, I, I loved Pokemon when I had a Game Boy. Dude, Pokemon Stadium for the Nintendo 64. Never played it. Oh, my goodness. I, I might even still have it. It's in. It's incredible. Game day. Game day? Game day. I have Madden 1999. No, I have Madden 2000. I'm talking we got to play Pokemon Stadium, man. We're going back to our childhood. We're going to sit Indian style like little kids in front of the TV about 16 inches away from the TV. (laughs) 
It's got to be one of the ones with the domed glass, like yeah. a console TV. None of this flat screen stuff. I, I, I want to see my reflection. Like your face, like distorted in like weird <laughs> exactly. angles. Exactly. Oh man, we got way off topic. But that's all right. That was fun. Um, so a blend or a, a blend, man. Uh, back to adult topics now, I guess. Okay. Um, a a drink that I regularly have on here, I feel like, is Yingling, and um, I am fat, and my doctor really, really has gotten hard on me about drinking excess excess calories in like beverages and stuff so yeah i had to explore light options okay um so i got yingling light i should say i have to explore more light options i drink a lot of light beers already but yeah um but yingling was one of those that i really liked it i really enjoy and uh they're pretty they're pretty chunky let's just put it that way oh yeah 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 it's a heavy beer yeah well air quotes heavy um, but anyway, so I saw Yingling Light this week, and I got it. And when you walked in down here, I had a taste test ready for you. You did, yeah. So Nate um, did a taste test between Yingling and Yingling Light. Yingling Yingling Light is three point two grams of carbs, mm-hmm. ninety nine calories, four mm-hmm. percent alcohol by volume. Mm. That's all it says. That's all you need. That's all you need to know. That was my can throwing in a trash can if you heard that. Just so you know that I wasn't lying to you. Yeah. Tell us what you thought about him, Nate. Honestly, uh, I don't drink a lot of regular yingling very often. I've drank a lot of yingling in my life, but it's been a while. Mm-hmm. I just want to preface that because I was wrong. So I wanted to, <laughs> lay, some- <laughs> I wanted to lay some groundwork. But you had me try them both, and I did try them both, and I, I honestly thought that the light was the regular. That I thought they tasted very similar, but I, I honestly and legitimately thought that the light was a little more crisp and was a little more refreshing. Okay. And then whenever you told me I was wrong, I went back and drank them both again, um, gave them both another couple of sips to kind of see if I could differentiate. And the regular yingling uh, is a little heavier. Like, it, it, it really is a little... Um, like literally it feels heavier when you drink it. Yeah. Like there's just, it's not as light. Not as light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it's, it's, right. It's hard though. to describe it, but yeah, it feels yingling, the mouthfeel of it. Kind of like we're talking about the creaminess with that Margate earlier, like the mouthfeel of yingling feels heavier on the palate. Yeah. Whereas yingling light was, honestly, it was more crisp and more refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, and but they're both good, but I, I honestly on a really hot day I'd probably prefer the light. I, I really I, I did like it. I thought it was pretty good. I had the light with pizza the other day. It wasn't as refreshing as I expected it to be. Well, you know, honestly, Miller Light I think is ninety six calories, so mm, Miller Light's gross, so <laughs> you bite your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stick with my cores, man. How many calories is in cores? Enough. Um, let's see here. 102 calories. Mm-hmm. So six extra calories per can. Like, yeah, that's, Hey, <laughs> every little bit counts, man. 
uh, carbs is five grams of carbs, though. Wow. Yeah, twice as much as the... What's the alcohol? Is it like 4.2, 4.3? Not enough. It's as cold as the Rockies. It was. Anyway. I don't see on here the alcohol content. Sometimes people are embarrassed to tell you. It's probably like a three point seven. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's just leave that part off. They're the they have silver writing on a silver can. It's, <laughs> it's really a poor poor design as far as the can goes, although it is very pretty. Lager filtered. Lagered, filtered, packaged. Cold as the Rockies. Hmm. Yep, still don't see a uh alcohol content on here. Four point two. That's exactly what I said. That is exactly what you said. One of the six things I said was 4.2. Now it has no alcohol content. That's how we like them. Yep. It's content in my stomach now. Love me some Coors. It's okay. I like Coors Banquet better. but Same. Ooh, Coors Banquet is fan-freaking-tastic. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, incredible. It's tasty treat. It's, it's incredible. Speaking of incredible. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Week three, baby. Week three of Nate's incredible blend of the week. Yeah. Did so I teed it up for you well? You did. Okay, cool. It was kind of like Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at the Coliseum. I'm a hype man. I'm a hype man, bro. Got you, dog. So uh, I like this this idea of doing a new segment every week because it's kind of making me go back and try other blends, like things that I remember liking, but that maybe I haven't revisited recently. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say it's like making you actually care about the podcast or something like that. <laughs> no, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't care less about this podcast. <laughs> no, <laughs> just kidding. Um, but uh, so I, w- I was going through thinking about kind of looking through some of my tobaccos I had and I was trying to figure out what I thought would be a good, uh, a good one to revisit. Um, Here recently, I picked up some uh, Marlin Flake mm-hmm. from Rat Ray. Rat Ray? Yeah. And because Rat Ray had a drop a while back, and um, I've ha- I have some Marlin Flake that's like seven or eight years old that somebody gave me one time, like a very small amount of it. And it was pretty good when I tried it. I was like, this is good stuff. So I bought, when last time I saw Rat Ray drop, I found a, like a pound of it and I bought it. And I was like, I'm just going to sell her some of this up. But I had some and I went ahead and tried smoking it. And I was like, it's pretty good. Um, but I, I had had it before, but um, not only the aged one, but I've had, I had had a fresh bowl before because I bought a tin of it like a year ago. I bought a tin of uh, Marlin Flake Howl Oh the Wind. And Old Gallery, which are like the three most sought-after Rat Ray blends as far as vapors go. And I remembered liking... I had never opened Old Gallery. I've never tried that one yet. But I had remembered opening How of the Wind and Marlin Flake. So after I bought the Marlin Flake, a pound of it, I thought, you know, I'm going to try it. And it was okay. It was pretty good. But I just kept thinking, I, I thought it was better than this. So this week I was thinking, 
about what new tobacco I was going to try to smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, or not new, but, you know, different. And I saw my jar of Howl of the Wind, and I thought, I haven't smoked that in like a year. Let me give that one a try. And holy cow, I love this stuff. I, I remembered, like I said, I remembered when I tried Marlin Flake and Howl of the Wind, the fresh tins, I liked one of them more than the other one. And I thought Marlin Flake was the one I liked more. It was definitely Howl of the Wind. Mm. This stuff, I've been smoking it every day this week so far. And I, it's incredible. It sounds incredible. It is so delicious. I absolutely love it. How much do you love it? I love it so much that I want to take. No. I want to take John Cotton's. No. Double Press Virginia. No. And I want to put Howl the Wind on it. No. On my seven day rotation. For real? 100%. For real? 100%. We're doing this? Yes. We're doing this. I want to do it. I want to take John Cotton's. Our first moment. I've been thinking Let's about have a it. moment of silence here for a second. Okay, that's long enough. Yeah. Um, for real? I've literally been thinking about this like for two days straight. I, I love this blend. It's probably, and this is what's crazy. Get this. So I opened up that tin of uh, Bagpiper's Dream. Remember me talking about that? On- when the one you vomited on my table? <laughs> I didn't vomit. Almost. But, uh it was disgusting. <laughs> it was horrible. And I got that tin for free. And I didn't want it. Like I was like, I, I, I legitimately was trying to figure out what I could possibly do with it. And I thought, you know what? I di- I, this is a, a tin that I had wanted to try for a long time. It's really hard to find. And so I thought in my head, I'm just going to post it on Facebook and see if anyone wants to trade maybe i can try something new in exchange and i was you know i would be i would have been willing to take an open tin of something or even like somebody's ball jar of something because i didn't like bagpiper's dream right so if i could get anything out of it that that i would want to try or something that i'd be interested in i would be more than happy to exchange somebody if they if i could find somebody that wanted to try it so i posted on facebook and this guy hit me up and was like hey i've been wanting to try this for a long time and I was like, hey, well, what do you got? I'm, I'm willing to trade whatever. Like, just let me know. And he said, I got, he said, I have about 250 tins in my cellar. I'd be willing to trade you something. He said, I have some rat race stuff too. And I was like, well, what do you got? That's the rat race stuff. Maybe I could try like another rat ray blend I never had before. And he listed off a couple of them. And one of me listed was Howl at the Wind. And I knew that I had one tin of Howl at the Wind. And I thought it was pretty good back then. I, I hadn't retried it yet. So I said, if you're willing to, and I said, but the picture that I posted showed that it was open. And I said that I had taken one bowl out, which is all I ever had. So this guy said he had a, a tin of Howl at the Wind. And I said, okay, I'd be willing to trade you a tin of Howl at the Wind. And I, honest to goodness, I thought, I thought it was going to be opened already. And he was like, well, just so you know, it's from around 2006 and it's never been opened, but it's, it's like the, it's expanding. You know, you know, how like the, the pull tab tins, like the little caps, like the tabs start poking up when they start getting old because yeah. the fermentation inside. Mm-hmm. So he said it was expanding. The tin was, and I was like, well, Hey, a tin of how the wind from 2006 for this tin, which it was like one of those four ounce tins of rat Ray of bagpipers dream, which I thought he was going to be sending me the 1.75 ounce tin, like the little tins. 
And so I was like, yeah, that's great with me. So I mailed it to him. I was like, I'll give him something he wants to try. He'll give me something that I, I know I enjoy. But I get it. And it's one of the four ounce tins of Howl of the Wind from 2006. I couldn't believe it. Hmm. So I have like a very well aged tin of Howl of the Wind now that I get to open up when I finish this. You keep saying that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. What, incredible? No. Say say the name of the tobacco. Howl o' the wind. Howl o' the wind. It sounded like so many times it sounded like you said howl at the wind. No, I'm sorry. Howl o' the wind. When I say it like that, I'm saying howl o' the wind, but I don't want to. I don't like to enunciate. Enunciation. It's howl o' the wind. Yes, and it's W Y N D. Is it Y N D? Yeah. Man, see, it's H A L O apostrophe. The W Y N D. Hal O the Wind. I got that. I knew it was Hal, as in like the name Hal. Right, exactly. O apostrophe the. But I put wind. I spelled it wrong, man. See, I hear I, I called you out and then I spelled it wrong myself. That's okay. I just didn't want you to keep going on if you were saying Hal at the Wind. You know. I appreciate it. Because I care about you not looking like a buffoon. I, no, but I Now, because you. I'm going to mess up. I'm going to leave all this on here <laughs> so people realize that I'm the buffoon. No, I I don't enunciate. It probably sounds like I'm saying how at the wind. It sounds like you said how at the wind. But it's how oh the wind. I, and so I apologize for not enunciating that. It's all right. You, yeah. you don't have to apologize for your mouth noises like Chris Rock. And if I'm being honest, I might have said how at the wind. <laughs> so you and your Chris Rock mouth noises. I know. I just slur. You can, the thing I like, Chris Rock, you can hear his teeth when he talks. It always drives me nuts. <laughs> I cannot listen to Chris Rock. I used to be able to do a Chris Rock impersonation. I can't do it anymore. Anytime he's in a movie or something, I'm always like, oh, as he hears his teeth. <laughs> the thing with Chris Rock, any impersonation I've ever heard of Chris Rock, you have to see it in person because it's all in the hand gestures. Yeah. Because he speaks with his hands so yeah. much. That's if you're going to impersonate him, you have to do the hand gestures. Yeah. And it doesn't, it's not the same if you just hear it. You ever watch that movie, uh, Grown Ups? Yeah. One of my, I bring this up at work all the time. It's random, but, uh, it's what we do, man. There's a scene where I think it's Kevin James's wife is sitting, they're all sitting on like this little patio thing. And this kid comes up. And it's like, I think he says like, mom, I'm hungry or something. And she just starts breastfeeding this child. Mm -hmm. And they're all sitting there. I think it's David Spade says, how old is that kid? <laughs> and Kevin James is like looking at the floor and he goes, he's uh, 48 months. <laughs> Chris Rock goes, that's four. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my favorite part of that whole movie. <laughs> that's <laughs> it's like Kevin James is ashamed to say it too like he knows yeah. it's freaking weird he's like he's uh 48 months <laughs> it was a pretty good movie though yeah the whole months thing talking about a child yeah and their age drives me nuts yeah once he, they hit one don't say months anymore I know it's like why are you making me do math 16 months that's a year and a half or one 16 months is not a year 18 now. months 18 months <laughs> Math. You made me do math. Yeah, that's the problem. I know. Like, say a year and a half. Exactly. Say a year old, year and a half, two years, two and a half. 
once you get to once you get to like three, it's not cute anymore. Don't even say halves anymore. It's like two and a half. Stop saying three and a half. I feel like you gotta. I okay. I'm not thirty four and a half. I know. I see. I feel like you should do months up until eleven. Uh, she's eleven months old. Oh, I thought you meant like, like she's. <laughs> Like she's 120 <laughs> months old. No, man. I meant- she's 131 months. Next month she'll be 11. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if my math's right yeah. there, but it's pretty darn close. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I meant 11 months. And I feel like after 11 months, it's just she's a year old. Or, yeah. or you can say like, oh, she'll be a year on the 24th or whatever. And then when she hits one... <laughs> She's just one until she's two, and then she's two till she's three. I, I, it's really hard for me to believe that Manny's 143 months old. Right? Yeah. Yeah, seems like just yesterday. 143 months. It just seems like yesterday she's only 80 months old. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous. It's but absurd. <laughs> yes, my daughter is getting ready to turn. Well, by the time you hear this episode, she'll have already turned 12. So you you understand how absurd it sounds to say that a child is 143 months because she's one week away from being 12, which would be 12 times 12 is 144 because I can math that. Am I right? I don't know. When's when's her birthday? What day? July 20th. Really? Yep. My dad is July 26th. My friend Ani is July 27th. July birthdays, man. My godson is July 5th. My buddy Matt's daughter's July third. What's a godson? I don't know. <laughs> You're like, I know that I'm a godfather. Don't really know what that means. Like, don't really talk to the kid. A long time ago, my one of my buddies who honestly doesn't really speak to me anymore. Uh, when he was having a kid, he was like, "Hey, I want you to be his godfather," and I was like, "Yes, I want that." The godfather. Exactly. I just wanted to be able to go. You come to me on the day of my daughter's birth, and you ask me for murder. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good impression of the Godfather. Actually, you know what that? Do you you have you ever watched the movie Due Date? It stars Zach Galifianakis and Robert Downey Jr. I think so. Robert Downey Jr. is trying to get back to California because his wife's had a baby, but they get on the no fly list because Zach. Yes. So then he has to ride with Zach Gildanakis all the way across the country. Is it Robert Downey? Yeah. RDJ for life. Really? Yeah. It's a, it's a fantastic film. It's hilarious. Would you say it's incredible? I would say it's incredible for sure. It's got Jamie Foxx in it too. But uh, there's a scene where he stops. I don't remember what town they stop in, but he blows a bunch of their cash because he's trying to get some medicine, which is just weed. So he's getting some weed from this girl. And he does that whole scene like they're in the kitchen. It's like this girl and her boyfriend and he's in the kitchen trying out their medicine. And he does the whole Godfather scene that that scene I just did. And uh, the girl's like, that's incredible. Did you write that? And he's like, no. (laughs) But so my impression is actually of Zach Galifianakis doing it, not of Marlon Brando as a Godfather. But uh, yeah, so. The uh, we're talking about this blend. Um, I don't know how we got way off topic again, but we were talking about your incredible blend of the week, which is Howl the Wind. Oh, it was my fault because I said 
I, I critiqued you for saying what I thought you said was howl at the wind. Yeah. Yeah, because I was being a jerk, and I called you out for something that you didn't do. No, I might have. And I, I apologize. I, I formally apologize for my criticism. Uh, well, I forgive you because I think I might have said it wrong. Because you think so? It is howl o' the wind. I knew I was right. Thank you. No, you're right. <laughs> it's howl o' the wind, but it's so difficult to say it that way, to enunciate the o when you're just used to saying howl at the wind, especially when there's that fantastic bar downtown in Indianapolis. Howl at the moon? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, it is an incredible blend. It's an incredible I blend of the week. absolutely love it. And um, It's okay. I think next time there's a rat rate drop, I'm going to buy as much of this as I possibly can. Mm. Have you checked the pipe puffers? I don't think pipe puffers carries rat ray at all. Mm. He does? Mm-hmm. I'm going to look right now. I'll send him a check tomorrow. How about I just go by there tomorrow and check it out for you? Oh, pipe puffers. Yeah. I was going to pipe nook. Pipe puffers. In Greenwood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 See? Yeah. See? Go in there and see old Ozzy. Yeah. Go off the rails on a crazy train. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is, this is, um, this isn't my favorite, but it's not bad. Here's what I'll give this blend. This blend is good enough that if you handed me a pipe and tobacco, that's all I could smoke for the rest of my life, and it was this tobacco, I wouldn't be upset. There you go. Might be a little disappointed. But I could I could smoke this for the rest of my life if I had to. Well, let me ask you if this. I was in Australia or Austria. Wherever the Nazis are, the tobacco Nazis. Okay. Wherever you're talking about earlier. It was Austria or Australia you were talking Australia. about? Australia. Australia. Same place, whatever. Same difference. Yeah. Um No. <laughs> it's not the same. Anyway, um, if I was going to be stranded in Austria, you know, that 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 landlocked, no, not landlocked, it is landlocked. If I was going to be stranded in Australia, the big island. You think Australia is landlocked? No, Austria is landlocked. I'm so confused right now. Austria is landlocked. Austria's got big old mountains. It's the Alps, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's the one in Europe. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Australia... Yeah. Where they have dingoes, because a dingo ate your baby. Right. Um, and quickly down under. Yeah. And Steve Irwin, God bless his soul. God rest him. God rest him. Moment of silence. Long enough. Never long enough. But I don't even remember where I was going with yeah, this. If I was getting banned to Australia for the rest of my life, like everybody from Australia. Yeah. Because we already covered that. That's pretty much what they were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, here is a chosen tobacco that we're giving you out of the goodness of our heart. I wouldn't be upset if this was it. Me neither. If I was a murderer, like all the people in Australia are. <laughs> Except the Aborigines. Purely in jest. Yeah. I, I assure you, purely in jest. We love our Australian listeners. We have one of you. We do have, and we have at least a listener in Australia. You know, they're never going to listen again after this episode, even though everything we've said about Australia is purely in jest. 
Australia is like on a different time than us. Pretty much everywhere in the world, with the exception <laughs> of our Eastern Standard Time, is on a different time than us. So, but they're like opposite of us. So, my brother Matt, I think I've told you this before. We I used to play a lot of World of Warcraft. Are you familiar with that game? Yeah, it's a computer game for those who don't know. Mm-hmm. Nerd game. Yeah, very nerdy game. Total nerd. So, my brother worked night shift, and we were in this guild. Uh, and we got this Australian guy that was in the guild with us and my brother, Matt was on night shift. So whenever he would get online, this Australian guy was always online. Cause that was like his time to play there. It was like five o'clock there or whatever. Mm. He'd get off work and play. So my brother was playing with him too. And so he had a very, very thick Australian accent, mm. but he also had a horrible speech impediment <laughs> <laughs> and no one could understand this man. <laughs> But my brother Matt could understand him perfectly because they played for hours together. Really? So we'd go do what's called a raid where there's like between 10 and 20 of us going in and you have to like have a raid leader who tells you what to do and stuff. And we always had to use my brother Matt as an interpreter for this Australian guy because no one could understand a thing the guy said. He had this really thick Australian accent and this horrible speech impediment. He's probably our only Australian listener. <laughs> I can't remember his And if I didn't name. chase him away with all the awful things I said about Australia, you definitely did. Oh, listen, I love Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. When I was a That's kid. That's not a knife. This is a knife. Exactly. When I was a kid, that was like my favorite show. Oh, it was like, great. Oh, over and over. It was absolutely great. Like, mm, needs garlic. <laughs> That's how my friend Troy sounds. Exactly like that. But let me ask you this. Mm. What are you smoking out of? What am I smoking out of? Yeah, we haven't talked about our pipes. That is a really good question. So I've smoked out of two different pipes tonight because now I'm smoking Hal at the Wind. Mm, it's delicious. It's delicious. Smoking Hal at the Wind out of my Savinelli. Uh, Savinelli is that? That's a nice little mocha-colored stem you got there. It's a little swirl going on. It's a Dolomiti. I don't know what that means. I, thought it was I don't speak Spanish. Line. Definitely has an I at the end. <laughs> you keep making me turn my pipe up and like looking up in the air. Yeah, I was just kidding. That uh, I don't know. I don't speak Spanish. Yeah. So, all right. Pretty sure it's Dolomiti. It's got um, a nice saddle bit. It looks like a yeah. billiard. Yeah, it's a saddle bit billiard. It's got like this mocha swirly, like acrylic stem. It's a very pretty pipe. Very pretty pipe, yeah. It's uh got like a little horn colored inlay. Yeah, yeah. Around the ring around the stem. What it's, was it's cute. What was the other pipe you were using? The other pipe, uh so that was the 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 Hallop the Wand mm-hmm. pipe that I was smoking out of. Um the first one with the Margate was the Barling Marlbone. Yeah. Also a saddle bit billiard. Is also a saddle bit. It's a pot. Yeah, I was going to say it's not really a billiard. It's a pot. A smoking pot. <laughs> uh, Barling Marlbone Fossil. Mm. It is the 1813 shape. Very if any of you Barling people understand what their shapes are. But if you don't know what 1813 is, again, it's a saddle bit, saddle bit pot. And it's got the cute little sterling silver lion on there. It's my favorite. Totes adorbs show so uh before we wrap up what were you smoking out of tonight well i actually got both of these pipes from the the same gentleman um on ebay 
they're I don't honestly know I own I want to say two other maybe three other Rossi pipes but I got these same two pipes off this guy and he he sells estate pipes well he did um I'm smoking the howl of the howl of the wind out of a billiard and I was smoking the Margate out of a bent Dublin they're the exact same style of pipe it's like a smooth um kind of a darker wood grain um but there's literally no information on these whatsoever except the name Rossi mm. there's no like line name there's no numbers they both just say Rossi but he actually was selling these with all of his other state pipes and when I looked at the pictures I said to myself those look self like, those those look as if they've never been smoked so I got them both for like $12 each. And when I got them in the mail and I opened them, they had never been smoked, never been touched. Score! Yeah, so I got these two Rossi pipes for like 12 bucks each. Nice. Yeah, and I absolutely love them. That's awesome. But the, I think they're like, you know Rossi's are like seven only seconds anyway. That's what I hear. Yeah. Um. So this one... the it's for the pores. Me. Well, it's in our name, so pipes, pores, and pals. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so when I got this one, I tend to smoke them kind of hot, and I immediately bubbled the finish on the outside, so it's kind of jacked up, but it was $12, and I don't Shame. care. Shame. And it really does smoke like a dream, so. Shame. It's delicious. I love it. All right. They're good-looking pipes. Thank you. I actually prefer something a little less flashy and more straightforward. Yeah. Just... Nothing, just an unassuming pipe. Yeah. Most of my favorite pipes are just basket briars that are just, this is like Italy. It's all it says on it. Yeah. <laughs> or France. Like yeah. Just, just one just country some name. Cheapo basket briar. Um, this little saddle bit. Whatever this is. Looks like a billiard. Yeah, small little saddle built billiard. Yeah. Made in Greece. It's even stamped upside down. So you have to read it like that to be able to read it. <laughs> That's how you know it's good. Yeah. Um, But this thing smokes like a friggin' dream. Yeah. And I paid $5 for this unsmoked out of a used bin. That's awesome. I, I swear it had never been smoked. It still had the, the liner on the inside and all that stuff. Yeah. Not a speck of dirt in it. Nice. Five bucks. That's awesome. One of the best smokers I have, and I can take this thing and I chew on it and just smokes like the Dickens. Anyway, we have gone way over. Yeah. But it's been a good, been a good episode. Yeah, I agree. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Talked about some nerdy stuff. Talked about a lot of nerdy stuff, actually. Pipes. Mostly nerdy stuff, yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty much everything we talk about is nerdy stuff, so. Yeah. Movies, pipes. Games. Games, alcohol. Yeah. Just nerds, man. We is what we is. It's true. With that being said, you can reach us at pipesporesandpowsgmail.com. You can reach the podcast at most of the socials. I say most because not all of them. At Pipes, Pours, and Pals. You can reach myself at Coffee Pot Codger. Or you can reach your pal Nate at Indiana Nate. Because that's where he's from. And that's his name. That being said, have a great night. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>